Welcome to the Lord of Love podcast, where we believe that self-healing is a spiritual journey and your success on that path is inevitable. I'm an expert self-healing guide, a mentor for women who are on their life transformation journeys. I'm also a success coach and a deep advocate of plant medicine, which I talk about a lot on the show. But the Lord of Love podcast isn't about me. It's about helping you move one step closer to your dream life and creating the reality you deserve. Whether you are healing chronic illness, childhood trauma, financial blocks, or you just want to love yourself more in this lifetime, you're in the right place. Join me every week as we talk about spiritual principles, conscious life creation, and success strategies to expand your mind, heal your heart, and bring you back home to yourself. Okay, here we go. I have been a full-time entrepreneur for eight years and nothing excites me more than being able to say, my group coaching containers are powerful. Time and time again, I've seen women return to their study, to deepen their practice, and to more effectively embody their wild, wealthy feminine essence inside of their own entrepreneurship. So with that, letting you know again, the doors are open to the Wild Wealthy Feminine six-week transformation journey. This is a live group coaching container, but it's not just live calls. It's also trainings every single week, meditation activations, and journal workbooks because this is a method that I am teaching you and sharing with you, the method that transformed my life, my business, and my way of being. I would not be the embodied leader I was today if it wasn't for these principles that I share inside of the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. For so long, I was approaching business from this masculine way of force and burnout and hustle, and I was riddled with imposter syndrome. And once I figured out how to heal all of these things, that's when my bank account, my business, and my reality started to shift. And I want to provide all that medicine to all of you as well listening on the show. So this is just a reminder to let you know the doors are open to the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. You can come check it out, laurenoflove.com wild. They will only be open for a limited amount of time. So make sure you jump on it if you're feeling the call to study and expand to become the leader you've always wanted to be and to receive the business of your dreams. It all starts with the wild, wealthy feminine. So again, that's laurenoflove.com slash wild. So I actually thought pretty long and hard about when would be the right time to record this episode. I have been eagerly awaiting to sit down in front of this microphone. And there was a deep part of me that wanted to wait until after our entire launch process closed to record this for all of you guys. I felt like part of me really wanted to have this experience be completed. And the other part of me was like, no, document it in real time, show up in the energy of the container. So this morning when I opened my schedule and I noticed that 
I had some one-on-one discovery calls booked for the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. It felt like recording this episode before my day started would be the perfect way to tap into more of this energy. So in today's episode of this conversation, hello and welcome. I really want to open up a dialogue to share with you guys behind the scenes of my launch process for the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. Many of you guys have been following along. Many of you have enrolled and sent messages to me. I woke up to celebrational Instagram story posts from women all over the world who are diving in to their pre-work content. And our first call, our welcome call, is actually just in a couple of days. So first off, let me just say, we made the decision to keep the cart open until Wednesday, the 1st of November. So if you're listening to this and you didn't get a chance to sign up and you're feeling really connected to what we dive into today, I highly suggest you go to laurenoflove.com slash wild. We announced some really incredible bonuses. They're listed on the bottom of the sales page in the offer sections where you see the payment plans. We have my Business Babe launch strategy formula for creating six-figure launches. We have the entire method of how I've built and structured my business in an overall training so you can learn how to take those principles. And then also my Sell With Your Story Masterclass, which is how to use your heroic journey of um, transformation in your life to actually lead others, to, to attract an audience, build a community, share your message. Okay, so let's dive in. I want to tell you guys about this launch because this launch has been so amazing. I actually, you know, I think it's important, like we see a lot of entrepreneurs online doing really big things and we're like, how do I do that? I want to do it that way. And, you know, not everybody's so forthcoming about the behind the scenes of their business structures and it can create, you know, this uh, big feeling of like, wow, like I can't do that or I don't know how to do that. And I thought it would just be really cool to sit down and talk to you guys about the energetic alignment of this launch. So if you've been following along, the Wild Wealthy Feminine enrollment period was our highest enrollment that we've had for this program to date. This is my group coaching program that I run twice a year. And this particular round of enrollment was the most powerful, most effective, most epic enrollment season that we have ever had. And I've learned so many lessons throughout this journey. And I want to be able to talk about the high hitting, um, powerful punches that I received, like the downloads, the big breakthroughs, the realizations, and hopefully share with you guys some practices, some, some good tips, some aha moments, some realizations and some shifts on your perspective of launching your business. So I'm going to take a sip of my cup of warm drink here, (laughs) dropping in with some yummy cacao this morning to open my heart and to share with you guys just how this experience has been. So to start the story, I need to take you back and give you some kind of vulnerable pieces of my relationship with launching when it comes to my my business, right? And so if you're not familiar with launching and what this means, there is a style of marketing and enrollment called 
launching. And so it's basically like this big rocket ship. You get it all set up, you get all the pieces, your program, your whether it's a group container, one-on-one or a digital course, you put all these beautiful things together. You build the sales page, you build the product, you develop the marketing and you get the hype going from your community around this beautiful offer. And then you open doors for uh, an extended period of time. And then you close doors. Now, this particular style of enrollment for spiritual entrepreneurs specifically is a whole freaking initiation. Okay. Like, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care how many times I have to say this. I will say it till I'm blue in the face. Business is a spiritual process. Okay. Like, and what I mean is that when you're on this path, It's going to bring up all of your shadows, all your insecurities, all the things you haven't healed, all the inner work, and it's going to present it to you and go, hey, work on this. And your job as a healer for the world and as a mentor and a guide and whatever it is that you do for your soul-based mission, your job, you know, isn't just about giving to others. It's also about recognizing that this process is really about giving to yourself the healing and the inner work that presents And a lot of people in the entrepreneur space in general have this, um, I don't want to call it a bad behavior, but it's just like a, a difficult pattern to navigate in the sense of like, you're showing up in your business, you're doing all the things, the inner work comes up, the shadow comes up, the stress, the triggers, and a lot of people go into complete deregulation of their nervous systems and then just want to run away. And they avoid the things that are making them uncomfortable. And so this is where a big part of self-sabotage comes in. I don't believe that. I think that energy is is misdefined. Um, and that's just a topic for a later episode. But if you identify with somebody who you know, self-sabotages and can't stay consistent, this is part of the reason. It's because you're approaching these really emotionally difficult parts of entrepreneurship um, with fight or flight energy or freeze energy, right? A lot of people, I work with many, many women coming into the Wild Wealthy Feminine program are expressing that like their lack of clarity is not there. They're just kind of frozen in their decision-making process and they don't really know like what, how to find their niche or how to find their ideal client or design their products or what steps to take or where to show up on social media. And so this is just an example of like how you show up one way is how you show up everywhere. Are you the type of person who can't make decisions for herself because you're afraid of making the wrong decisions or being disappointed, right? So all of this to say is that like entrepreneurship is a, it's a container that we experience in our life, right? It's a part of us. So it's kind of contained, even though it may show up, you know, a lot in our world because we love entrepreneurship, but it is just this container that we navigate as humans to experience our healing, to step into our power, to come into our highest self, to align with our truths, all of those things. And that's what we're learning throughout this process. And when it comes to launching, launching is like the ayahuasca. <laughs> I'm like laughing as I say this. It's so funny, but it's so true. It's launching is really the ayahuasca ceremony, right? And so it's like, you you light a candle, you set your intention, you open the doors, and then boom, all this shit happens. And you go through this whole entire ride. And I've noticed that for a lot of entrepreneurs, launching tends to be something that they very much want to avoid 
because it is so energetically intense and it does require you to hold a great amount of prayer and focus and energy for an extended period of time. Now, I've been doing this for eight years and my very first launch where I opened cart and closed cart was actually my very first year of business. So for eight years, I've been using this method of marketing that for many people is very difficult to figure out how to work and how to use, not just because strategically it's an intense process, right? There's a lot of pieces of the puzzle to put into place. There's a lot of, um, you know, I, I just see like mechanical engines and all these pieces connecting, right? Like that's what I'm looking at in my mind's eyes. I'm seeing this. There are a lot of moving parts, um, but it's also really, really intense because a lot of people don't know how to energetically handle it. And so for many women, when they embrace or they start out with this perspective of trying to learn how to launch something, they will open the doors freak out and never do it again. <laughs> and I, I want today's conversation to, you know, invite you into a different perspective that launching can actually be incredibly healing, can be incredibly inspiring. It can be incredibly beautiful. So if this is a long conversation, um, tough, I'm, I'm giving it to you. I'm going to share all that. And my actual strategic launch process, like for those of you who want the nuts and bolts of things, um, there is a training inside of the Wild Wealthy Feminine program that is uh, the step-by-step -step of that. So I, I really invite you to go explore that if you need help strategically on getting the machine working. So eight years of launching, eight years of learning, eight years of lessons. Man, oh man, oh man, have there been so many lessons around this. I I used to study like other people's launch processes and like analyze them and be like, okay, what are they doing? They're, they have a free offer. They have this email opt-in. They're doing some type of free experience and uh, okay. And then they open cart when, when do they open cart? They open cart during that free experience. They open after how many days, how many weeks do they do discovery calls? Do they not? And the truth is that like the launching process can be done so many different ways. And I think if you're a, a good entrepreneur who is adjusting to the fact that the social media landscape is always evolving, um, so is your launch process because it exists in that container. So you have to be willing as an entrepreneur to accept the truth that this isn't about like winning the lottery and just like finding the right order and sequence of numbers to reach your goal, to never have to worry about money ever again. And what I mean by that in translation is like, this isn't about finding the one strategy that works and then never touching it. Business is always evolving and it's always changing. And on that point, because you are always evolving and always changing and your business is always evolving and always changing, um, you have to inevitably like settle into the truth that, all right, I'm going to be working this. And I'm going to be working it for a while. And if that's the case, I want to make sure that I'm doing what feels in alignment and I'm having a launch process that feels really, really, really good. You know, I remember one of my earlier strategies, I thought, well, if I could just get these Facebook ads to trip and like, you know, get the right sales page, I could launch this thing over and over and over again, year after year after year, and I'll never have to change it. Um, and I was doing that because the original strategy that I was using 
I really associated a lot of pain to. Like I didn't enjoy the production process and I didn't enjoy putting together all of the marketing components for that strategy. And so I was hoping that I could finally figure it out so I would never have to work on it ever again. And this is the wrong, like just setting the standard right out of the gate. Like this is the wrong approach to have when it comes to building your business because your business isn't an exit strategy. Your business isn't, um, you know, the, 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 the thing that just supports you all the time without you having to show it love. This is a reciprocated, healthy relationship that you're trying to develop. So show up in a way that feels really, really, really good. And if you're looking at your launch strategies and you're getting overwhelmed, burnt out, whatever, part of that might be because you're not energetically handling it well. But the also the other part of it is, are you doing things that you actually really love? Like, are you enjoying the production of things? So it's just something to reflect on is like, you know, this is not an exit strategy. This is about mastering something and learning over time how to master it deeper and deeper and deeper. So there's something you need to know about my journey of entrepreneurship. I'm going to get so real with you today. I'm going to share so much behind the scenes emotionally, spiritually, and and logistically too. Um, yeah, so something you need to know is the overhead view. So we have some new people in this community. Maybe you listened to my exclusive secret podcast that released this past month, The Soul Led Legacy. So maybe you know a little bit about my background or maybe you've been following me for a while. Um, but in my eight-year timeline of entrepreneurship, there was kind of this very dramatic shift that happened midway in 2018, 2019. And during that time, I was running my business from a very masculine perspective. I was having huge enrollment numbers, really high levels of abundance, massive, massive, massive flow of clientele and revenue. And I was like on the top, baby. Like at that point in my timeline, up until that point, that had been my highest level of success that I had achieved. And I had a uh, I, I had this kind of spiritual awakening where I was going to um, Costa Rica and doing plant medicine, studying with ayahuasca. And I was also going through healing chronic illness because I was very burnt out from just living life, not in alignment. And um, at the time I had this like very big wake up that the way that I was running my business was not how I wanted to live my life. Like I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. And so I took this really long pause. I took a year to just kind of reflect and reground because doing business in right relationship allows you more permission to live in right relationship. It's very hard to have a show up in a business, which requires so much of your time and energy um, and have that not be in alignment and then expect your life to feel like it's in alignment. It just doesn't work that way, right? So I just knew in my healing journey that I had a responsibility to get really clear. And so during that time, I paused all of my signature group programs and I just took this really big rest. I had very different group coaching programs at the time. And I was just like, nope, mm got to figure this out. But what ended up happening was as I returned back to business a year later, I was trying to rebuild my muscle of receiving and I was having a really hard time with it. I noticed that I like 
didn't want to work hard in my business because I was afraid of like the old wounds of getting burnt out and the stress and the pressure. It was honestly like I was traumatized and I was in PTSD mode being so afraid to receive high levels of abundance because I associated that deep responsibility with pain and suffering and hardship. I mean, at that pinnacle moment of my career at the time when I paused and took all of my group coaching programs off the shelf and did a year-long sabbatical, I was so unhappy. And I was afraid when I returned to business that if I held more people and I created more of an impact, that I wouldn't be able to hold it and that I would crash and I would burn and I would exhaust myself. And so over the last four years, this like phase two of my entrepreneur journey, I have been learning how to rebuild that muscle almost like I'm going to physical therapy after a car accident. Like that's the best way to describe it. It's like, okay, Lauren, you can do it. You can do it. You're safe. Push. All right. You can hold it. You know, just trying to encourage myself little by little by little. And so the last four years we've been running the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program and the HEAL Program. And those are my signature group coaching programs. And what's also interesting about this, just in my own personal reflection, I'm sharing because maybe you can relate. My programs are incredibly spiritual. Like everything that I've built and everything that you see on laurenoflove.com, whether it's the membership or a digital course or these programs, they are intuitively birthed and they're full of a lot of prayer and they're full of a lot of vulnerability in the process. It's like, you know, if I handed you my journal and I started reading you my journal out loud, like these prayers of these this these methodologies that have been channeled through me, they are so tender and so vulnerable to my heart. And so at the same time, I'm navigating this desire to open up more to receive and feel safe to do that, to hold a lot of people and not be burnt out. I'm also at the same time navigating the journey of here's my deepest vulnerable expression and I'm worthy and it is enough for all of you. And it's safe to believe that. And it's safe to believe in my offerings and my gifts and my medicine, right? And I think this is something I'm saying, not because like I'm gifted or I have some you know, unique way about myself in the world. It's because I think we all navigate this as entrepreneurs. We all have unique medicine to share. And just as we are navigating the ability to hold people, we are also navigating the the ability to hold the power and truth that like we believe in ourselves and and that our work is good. You know, you can know logistically that yes, you've been trained in this sort of area of expertise and you have knowledge and you have these years of study, but like to know at a cellular level that like you have wisdom and you have medicine, if you've been hurt before, um, that's that's or rejected or abandoned, you know, that's something that entrepreneurship is going to initiate you into healing. And so I've been kind of turning that on and right, like opening the doors a little bit. And, you know, and part of that, just as a side note of vulnerability, is that when my my business was at its peak and I pulled my programs, the 2018-19 timeline, I also had uh an employee at the time that I I had a really difficult relationship with. It was very confusing. And 
Um, she harbored a lot of judgment towards me. She didn't see my spiritual essence. I wanted to take the business into this really intuitive direction and she didn't understand that. And she had her own perceptions of how we should be running the business. And so she just made me feel, you know, indirectly and probably not intentionally, but she just made me feel like my gifts and what I wanted to do was stupid, quite frankly. Right. And so when I came back into business, that was also a wound I was trying to heal. So you combine all that and then you open doors for a launch experience and you go, here I am, here are my gifts. I got to tell you all about my awesome gifts and I got to market myself and talk about this offer all the time. And I got to hold the frequency of abundance to receive, to feel worthy. Let's go. It's a fucking lot. Okay. Like it's a lot and, and it's okay. It's a lot. It's some, it's a, it's a learned skill. It's a learned practice. So that's just what I want to, to presence is like, you know, part of the reason these launch strategies are, are so intense sometimes is because we have these wounds of fear of burnout, fear of not being enough, fear of rejection, and the light that we are trying to hold to to bring people to is, is not just the guidance of light for others, but it's also like illuminating our shadow. So if you can learn to master this process of energetics as you're opening doors, um, you're going to go so much further on your journey. And this particular launch is such a testament to that truth because there was a lot of stuff that we did differently and I looking at it and seeing it and observing it and recognizing that this is the highest enrollment we've ever had, those two things are correlated. And furthermore, the inner work is what allowed all of that to happen. So here's what's up. I realized this big breakthrough. I haven't set financial goals for myself in like three years. Okay. Like I've just been like trusting the universe, letting it come, having faith, surrendering. And I got this really divine message that like I'm I was ready to be this this leader for the wild wealthy feminine and really make this a very powerful launch. And so we set some goals early on. We planned out our process. We had our ideas of what was going to happen on the schedule. And I know I got this question strategically on my Q&A on Instagram over at Lauren of Love a couple of days ago. I did this Q&A and somebody asked like how long my launch process was. And so just to give you context as you're listening, I open this energy portal where we're like, okay, it's time. We're going to start producing for the Wild Wealthy Feminine. So during that time, I'm getting all of my email copies scheduled I'm producing my Leo, if you're taking my masterclass inside of Wild Wealthy Feminine, that's the bonus. A Leo is a live exclusive offer. And so our podcast um, that we ran, The Soul Led Legacy, that was our free offer. And so I'm producing that, I'm gearing up. And then publicly to the audience, this is before doors are even opening, I'm talking about the fact that doors are going to be opening. So I'm getting this hype kind of going and that's for like two weeks. And then there's the Leo, the live exclusive offer, and that runs for an extended period of time. Cart opens during that time, and then cart stays open for an extra week. A lot of pieces to that. Not all the specific details are here. Go dive into the training inside of the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. 
you'll get the details there. But all of that to say, it's a, it's an extended process. It's about a month and a half long that I'm in this portal. I'm not, I don't have cart open that whole time. I have cart open publicly for two weeks and a couple of weeks before that I'm doing some discovery call uh, promotion as well. So anyway, we have a method is just what I want to say. And when it came time to open the doors here, I realized that I had a responsibility to declare. I've been really reflecting on this that like you can't change any aspect of your life without declaration. In fact, declaration and desire are like the first elements of study in the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. So I had this realization. It's like, Lauren, maybe it's time to embody your teachings a little bit more. Like maybe you need to decide and maybe you need to declare what it is that you actually really want. And so I decided that I was no longer going to be afraid of income goals. I was no longer going to be afraid to raise my standards of what I deserve and what my non-negotiables are for my life and for my impact and my legacy. And I decided I wasn't going to let fear win anymore. And so a couple of things happened that really started to create a shift in my energy field. I started to journal every single morning about the excitement I had around achieving the goals that I'm setting for myself. I was like, yep, I'm so excited. Now this is my new energetic minimum. If you listen to the Wild Wealthy Feminine graduate episode that we released a couple of days ago, one of our clients, Stephanie, talked about this in her journey of the wild wealthy feminine that she's raised her energetic financial minimum from $2000 a month to 10 and and to raise that energetic minimum to be like this is this is what i i will not stand for anything less you know we can do that in our relationships we can do that in so many areas of our life we can do it in our financial reality too we just have to decide so i did that right? And then I I realized like, oh my God, like I have all these wounds that I still haven't healed. The, the fear of holding an immense amount of people, the fear of what people will think of me. Like I'm still navigating these things in a way that's preventing me from my next level of ascension. And, and this to say that like a good teacher is always doing the work. Not that she has it all figured out, but she's always doing the work because these lessons are going to continue to come at the million dollar mark and the three million dollar mark. Like that's not anything to be ashamed about. Right. And so I was just having this realization that I got to do my work. And so I started to journal every day. I downloaded um, meditations from the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. There's one specifically that's all about your legacy and embodying your power. And I was doing that on repeat daily. And then we opened our doors and I was like, all right, here it is. I'm ready. I've done all this cultivation. I've done all this work. I'm ready to rewrite my stories. And that's the thing I just want to share. Like when you go into a launch process and you're opening doors, don't just declare intentions that are numerical. Declare healing opportunities, right? Like I declared in this launch that I was going to rewrite my fear of holding large amounts of people, and we had our highest level of enrollment. I chose in this launch that I was going to rewrite my relationship with effort and burnout. And I worked my booty off and I had the best time and I felt so good about it. So just saying that when you're going into these launch experiences, don't be afraid to set the emotional intentions as well as what you want to receive. 
What do you want to heal? What do you want to navigate? So this was a really interesting process because when I opened the doors, I got hit. I got hit. Something that I'm recognizing is that I'm, first of all, I know this already, but I'm like a Capricorn stellium. Like I'm a Capricorn on crack. Okay. I got so much Capricorn in my chart. I'm also a Taurus moon. I have so much earth energy. Like my whole chart is earth. And what has been really challenging is that my fight or flight energy when I'm in launch mode was affecting my ability to stay grounded because what was happening was I was subconsciously putting my launch periods on my calendar during times where I was really busy so I could flight and just like avoid my launch process and not be grounded in it. And so this time I really set good boundaries for myself of like, okay, we're going to travel to Charleston for a couple of days, get a getaway and really, you know, pause and reflect. But other than that, I'm here, I'm focused. This is my work. I'm in this prayer. So that was really, really powerful. And the first day of our open enrollment period, um, I had this really deep initiation into duality. So this is something I want to share with you guys. Whew. Yeah, it's a little bit hard for me. I haven't talked much about it, but I'm, I'm going to keep it kind of brief. My um, My wound here that I was facing in my initiation of my launch was that I was telling myself this story that like my energy needed to be strong, 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 strong the entire time of my launch. And I know many people experience the storyline because when we're low vibe, we like judge ourselves for that. And we don't allow ourselves to feel what we are feeling and sink into the sadness and hold space for the sadness because we think that that energy is going to magnetically or the opposite of a magnet repel the people who are potentially going to work with us. So we think like, oh my God, my, my vibration has to be really high the whole time. And if I'm having an off day, I can't lead people. And literally the, the first day of my open cart, I... I went to go visit for the first time my stepdaughter, who is now paralyzed after a very serious motorcycle accident. And there are a lot of context pieces to this narrative. My ex-husband is an addict. I ran away from that life because it was really scary and intense. I was really young. She's only six years younger than me. There's a lot of weird, you know, kind of intricate pieces to this narrative that aren't really important to the context of this story. But the point is I had been really holding a prayer to go visit her and I finally got the invitation to go and spend time with her. And it was on the first day of my launch. And so I went into this very sad environment, right, in a hospital setting with people who are going through the deepest, hardest experiences of their life. And I'm seeing somebody I love so much not being able to use her legs and her arm and, and not being able to go home and live her normal life. And her husband died in the crash. It was just absolutely horrific. And so that energetically hit me so hard. And I, I had a few days where I like wasn't fully in my power and I was processing grief and sadness and depression and confusion and just hurt 
And then we went to a wedding and then we came back and I was still feeling it. And I had this thing because, you know, again, we think we have to be perfect. We think we have to be this high vibe leader. And then we go through these hard things that are happening in the exact timeline that like we're supposed to be holding it down. Um, It brings up a lot of confusion. And so this time I, I did something different where I just surrendered into the trust that there was plenty of time. Like rather than trying to push out my feelings or bypass my feelings or ignore them, I actually was like, all right, I got two weeks of open cart. I can take three days to myself. Like, oh, let me feel this. This sucks. Let me be sad. Let me grieve. Why is this coming up? This is coming up to show me that life is really fucking short and I'm wasting my time thinking that my fear of not being good enough is important because it's not. Look at her, right? Life is short. Life is sacred. And in an instant, everything can freaking change. So while you're here thinking that your fears of what people think of you really matter and is so painful, do you really have a problem? The only problem you have is that you're not living fully. You're not living in your power fully. You're not embracing your gifts fully. You're not loving yourself fully. You're here wasting your time. Time is limited. And that's what that experience really taught me. And like, you know, being able to have the gift of that with her, you know, and holding space for somebody I care about so much and and seeing her and her suffering, recognizing that also her suffering is not mine to hold. Like I can feel what it's bringing up for me and I can feel the grief that she's experiencing and I can certainly hold space to move that for her with her, but I'm not here to hold it. And and I had to really recognize that this was also coming to me as a gift to see that part of being a leader of the light and holding space for people who are suffering and holding space for people who really need help is not about taking responsibility for their healing. And that was huge. Because if I'm not telling myself a story that I'm responsible for everybody's healing, for everybody's safety, for everybody's happiness, for everybody's results, if I'm not telling myself that story, I have so much energy to be responsible for me. And when I have that energy to be responsible for me, I can lead with the strongest freaking light I've ever had because I'm not dispersing it to a million other people. And this is a big lesson of what created burnout for me originally because in my previous days, post-awakening or no, pre-awakening, right? Pre-awakening before my 2019 pause, I felt I was responsible for everybody. I was responsible for all the results my clients had. I had to worry about everybody who was going through everything. And here I am in the sacred experience of opening cart for enrollment in the Wild Wealthy Feminine, which is a program about healing your relationship with your business. And I'm having this realization that you can help people and you can love them without taking on their pain making it your responsibility. And this applies to every area of your life, by the way. Your parents, you know, I was talking to in my Q&A that I did on my Instagram, 
uh, one of the girls who, as she asked a question, she was like, you know, how do you handle, she said she has this mom that has like a lot of emotional grief and trials and she tries to help her all the time. And the mom just doesn't open up. And I'm like, that's not your job. You're trying to coach your mom who like doesn't want to be coached. It's not your job to fix her. We often think that like when we grow up in these families and everybody around us is messed up, we want to like save everybody because then we can finally feel like we are enough. We had our purpose, but that's not how this works, right? We're initiated into family dynamics of dysfunction so that we can heal ourselves and then become a light for the world. And so just want to make that point because a lot of women in the Wild Wealthy Feminine program um, we were talking a lot about our mother wounds, right? And our insecurities of not being enough and all these things and how they're rooted in just growing up in dysfunctional family dynamics. So um, just a pause on that note, right? So that happened for me, bringing it back to launch, bringing it back to launch. I had some deep realizations. Now, something else happened, which was quite interesting. In my launch process, I held space for a lot of conversations. I I talked to so, I think I talked to every single student who joined the program, whether it was in my DMs or in a discovery call or in an email. And, you know, there's like a lot of conflicting opinion about this because people think like, oh, I want to reach the masses and I want thousands of people buying my shit and like not having to do anything. And like, okay, that's great. <laughs> but like, what if I approach this from the perspective that it wasn't a waste of time to talk to people who were going to sign up for these journeys that I offer? What if it was like, I'm so excited to get to know these women. I'm so excited to talk to them. I'm so excited to build these relationships because guess what? It is safe to build relationships. In the early days of my entrepreneurship journey, I mentioned that I had that conflicting relationship with my employee and it caused a lot of pain in my day-to-day -day career of, of showing up as you know, an entrepreneur because it was just really unhealthy. There was a lot of toxic energy. There was a lot of um, miscommunication, aggression, gaslighting. I mean, like we just, we did it all. <laughs> it was really unhealthy. And I also noticed that because that was playing out, I felt unsafe to have relationships with in, with clients. Like I didn't know how to be in my power because every time I found myself stepping into my power more and more and more and more, I found my dynamics with others bringing up shadow. And so I would step into my power and we would have a big conflicting fight and I would step into my power and then a friend would get really triggered by my content. I would step into my power and then I'd get like a nasty DM. And so I had all this energy that was like unclear that really made me feel unsafe to shine. And when I opened doors this round for the launch process, I noticed that my desire to connect with people was bringing up that fear, right? And, and then I had kind of this moment of like, wow, this is here for healing. Like I'm I'm noticing that I'm afraid to connect. I'm afraid to celebrate. I'm afraid to brag and be egoic, right? Nobody wants to be egoic and talk about their power and how great their offerings are. I was so afraid of that because in my past, every time I stepped into my power, something would happen that would really hurt me. And so this time, 
<laughs> this time I did it differently. I was like, fuck that. This isn't even about me trying to be really powerful and be in my power. This is about me feeling safe to have intimate relationships with the women that I work with. What a freaking honor. What a beautiful thing. And so I started to prioritize that of like, it's safe for me to have great relationships with people. It's safe for me to celebrate this program because it's not just about, let me pretend how great my program is. I know some people do that. They like fake it till they make it. It's like, I'm excited for this program because I'm excited to work with all these women. And I can authentically express that desire and I can authentically celebrate that desire. And what happened was so freaking cool. I made the joy not about uh, the outcome. I made the joy about the experience, right? I was joyful checking my calendar to see all the discovery calls that I would get to have to talk and connect with people. I was celebrating every time I saw somebody share an Instagram story about signing up for the program and diving into their pre-work and scheduling their coaching calls. I was so excited to just be in that celebration alone, right? I was like the kid at the birthday party. I'm not excited that I'm going to get all these presents. I'm excited for the party, you know? And it just made things so great. Now, part of the reason that I think I was able to do that was because I started to prioritize presence in my life. And this is something I, I really invite you guys to do. There's like a whole embodiment study around this in the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. We were really trained in this human experience to be outcome-based. Like we're trying to create results and reach goals and get outcomes. But like, can you be present in your life? Can you actually be present here in the now? And if you can't be present here in the now because you're worried about what you have to do, what has to get done, what you didn't get done, the chores, the tasks, the this, the that, it's really hard to go through a launch process because the experience isn't a priority to you because you're not present. You're just worried about reaching your goal and it becomes an energy that people can feel. And so what I ended up doing in my embodiment work, which again, the Wild Wealthy Feminine has an embodiment practice in the pre-work that's really powerful. For me, I, I wanted to feel embodied in the joy of my life, the day-to-day -day things. And so I started to infuse joy into everything I did. Before I went to bed, I'd put on my diffuser, do a face mask and some face yoga, face massage work. And listen to some music and put my hair in a nice braid. And so I started to celebrate like coming into my sleep routine. And in the mornings, I would sweep the floor of my kitchen every morning in gratitude of like, thank you to the floors that hold me. Thank you to this home that that provides for me safety, nourishment, protection. Like I just started to feel present. I would take my dogs for walks, which usually I would have my husband do because I work so much. I just started to be present with everything that I had in my life. And as a result, I was training my nervous system with those small things like doing the dishes every morning, making a cup of matcha and going out on the deck, watering my plants with gratitude, listening to music. When I got dressed in the morning, I was creating an energy of my life feels good right here and now. And therefore, I deserve to feel good right here, right now, all the time in my business and everywhere else. And so 
how you show up one way is how you show up everywhere, right? And so being able to be present in my morning routine and my evening routine and folding the laundry and doing the chores, I just started to infuse joy in every single facet of my life because now is all you have, right? And when I started to do that, I could look at my launch process as like every day is a joyful gift. Every day is a moment to celebrate. Every day of this process is a beautiful, fun experience. And I get to be grateful that I get to do this. So launch was great. (laughs) It was such a good time. We're still in open doors. I can't believe I'm saying that. It's October 30th. And on November 1st, we are going to have our first call kickoff call. And it's really, what's really cool about this round specifically is like, because I'm celebrating and I'm holding, I'm holding that frequency. Everybody who's joining the group is celebrating. Like it's so freaking cool. Like all the women are introducing themselves in the community. They're connecting, they're doing their pre-work, they're sharing on Instagram, they're getting to know each other. It's awesome. So and that's because I feel like it's awesome and I've decided it's awesome. And that's just a final message for you that I want to share is like your work gets to feel awesome. Don't ever forget that. Okay. Show up to make it happen. Remember, like I said this on a live video the other day, your soul's purpose never abandons you. It's always there. So you can jump in or you can resist for the next 10 years. It's entirely up to you. But 10 years from now, when you look back, uh, you sure as shit are going to be really happy if you decide to go all in. So give it a leap, you know, show up to create the life you want, choose your reality and make it fun. I love you, sisters. Thank you for being here. I hope to see you on the next amazing episode of the podcast. Hope to see you inside the Wild Wealthy Feminine. And we will talk real soon with more magic here on the show. Take care, guys. Enjoy the journey.